0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Man podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you listening. And today, we are going to talk about one of the most genius methods I've ever come up with. To answer the kind of questions that girls ask you. And then in my next upcoming podcast, I'm gonna talk about how to ask questions back to women that they absolutely love. I think I'll call it like chick crack or something like that. So in this episode, man, I love this three step process, as I call it, to answer the questions that girls are gonna ask you. I just can't believe. Other people don't teach this. I can't believe nobody's ever thought of this before, at least from my knowledge, I'm the one who came up with this because we get asked the same questions over and over and over again. And if you guys noticed in your day-to-day life, you're always asked the same thing. Like, how are you? How you been? You know These boring ass questions and everybody says the same thing. Like when we go to the supermarket, it's always like, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. And then we just continue through. We're almost like robots just going through the motions, but have you ever thought of making it more interesting, differentiating yourself from the rest of the sea basses who all say the same shit, so that, particularly if it's an attractive woman, you can stand out from the crowd and get her attracted to you, so that's what we're gonna talk about today. Before I jump into the content, as I am apt to do lately, I really enjoy reading these testimonials I keep getting about the success, the efficacy, the sheer brilliance of my three-month coaching program, all the results my dudes are getting. Every time a guy finishes the program, we always have kind of a goodbye, farewell speech at the end of his three months. And man, sometimes we both get teared up and you know, I just get so much appreciation, guys saying I changed their lives best investment they ever made. I love hearing that sentence. I can't even tell you. That's like my reason for being here, man, is just to hear those words. And I don't even try to provoke it. You know, not everyone says it, but I'll tell you, everybody gets the results. But when they do say it, like this was the best investment I ever made in my life, I don't regret it. That feels fucking good. Cause I know a lot of other coaches, they get people who ask for refunds. They get people leaving bad reviews and man, I don't want to be that dude. I want to be the guy who under-promises and over-delivers. I want to give my guys an experience that absolutely blows their fucking mind, and I genuinely feel like I created that. And at the end, when the guys say goodbye, they're like, man, it's just the best money I ever spent. This was so fucking worth it. And you know, it is an investment, boys. It is an investment. It's not just a few hundred bucks. It's several thousand dollars to work with me. I'm just going to be completely honest with you, but dude, like how much do people invest into their college careers or invest into other avenues to learn different things. In my opinion, dude, learning how to have the power to attract women at will, in my opinion, is worth $25,000 and I don't even charge a fraction of that to give what I feel is worth $100,000 a year to be able to just get girls attracted to you at will. I, I just don't get it why more people don't sign up, but you know, people are gonna do exactly what they wanna do. But hearing that best investment I ever made it just feels so good. And I'll tell you guys too, with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, if you have a belief that you're not enough, if you have a belief in any way whatsoever that you're not a bonafide 10, an absolute champion, an alpha among all other alphas, you're not gonna make as much money and you're not gonna be as successful as you could be when you reprogram your brain. So the cool thing about this program is most of my guys make anywhere from 15 to 25% more money consistently because they get more bold, they feel they're worth more, and the universe is nothing but a big mirror. It reflects back to you what you feel you're worth. So when we reprogram your brain and make you feel like a fide 10, you attract to yourself the life of a 10, including making more money, but most importantly, getting tons of chicks. And even more importantly than that, feeling good, feeling like you are your own hero and going to bed at night, being proud of yourself. And most important of all, in my opinion, getting to the end of your life and dying with a smile on your face, knowing that you had the courage to change yourself and not give into your fears, not give into procrastination, not give into what you're scared of, which so many people do. It holds so many people back. So with that little rant out of the way, I'm going to read a quick testimonial. That's from Anonymous. He doesn't want me to say his name, so I'm going to keep that private. As I do with all my testimonials, I black out their names and blur their pictures just because, you know, Learning how to pick up chicks isn't something you really want to announce on your social media, even though I feel it's creepy not to learn how to pick up chicks, but it is what it is and I do respect it. So here's the testimonial. I've never had more success while creating and receiving so much value for myself and others so quickly in Mark's coaching program. The one-of-a-kind blend of NLP, actionable guidance, awesome coaching, and unmatched community of inspiring men helping each other out. And a comprehensive library of actionable knowledge provided the breadth and depth of coaching, knowledge, weekly assignments to help me fully use my abilities and ensure I have no regrets about how I connect with women and more broadly and importantly, live my life. Damn, brother, that was a really complicated sentence, but I congratulate you for pulling it off, dude. I don't think I could have pulled that off. So anyway, boys, if you want to meet with me in a free one-on-one breakthrough session, to talk about whether or not you're a good fit. If I really think I can get you to your most ostentatious, crazy pie in the sky goal, then go to my website, click on the navigation bar and click on coaching. Read through the 600,444 million reviews that I have on there and then click on the button that says apply to meet with Mark one-on-one. You and I will get on a Zoom call together. And I just had a Zoom call today where The guy said he really hired me because of my NLP, where he had a lot of traumas from his father. As a child, he was verbally abused, and then that made him marry a very toxic woman, to which he finally got divorced from her, and he kinda wants to fix the bullshit in his head so he can have a healthy relationship moving forward. And of course, get tons of girls along the way. I do all that. I work on traumas, I work on bad programming, archetypes, schemas, meta programs, belief systems and attitudes that were given to you before you could defend yourself. That's one tier of the training. And then the other tier is the tactical aspect, which we're going to get into today. I mostly focus on the tactical stuff in this podcast because I can't really coach broadly about NLP unless I meet with you personally and understand your own personal struggles. But when it comes to being unattractive to women, when it comes to struggling in this realm, it's freaking 75% mental. Yeah, there's a big part of it about the skill set, which I give you guys tons of information on in the podcast, but it's so mental because the way you hold yourself is reflective and indicative of your belief systems. So if you have a belief system, I'm not enough. Hot girls are too good for me. You shouldn't approach people. Don't bother people. Sex is wrong. Sex is disgusting. Other guys would be better for her than I would or certain traumas like from your parents, from your siblings, from your grandparents or even a girl that traumatized you. If you have that shit kind of running in your brain, you're gonna telegraph it to women and that's what makes men unattractive. If I see an unattractive guy, it does not matter what he looks like. You can have the most handsome ripped dude in the world who has traumas, dysfunctions, and bad programming in his head, he will not be able to attract women, particularly if he has belief systems that are anti-himself, anti-self-worth, anti-self-esteem. That kind of shit just blows you out when it comes to women. So it really doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's all in the head. And that's why I use NLP, and I'm surprised that I'm the only dating coach that I know of that uses this technology to reprogram the brain and make you have a deep seated self-belief. I'm not trying to turn you into a little Mark Singh. I'm turning you into the same version of yourself that you were born as before other people came and fucked you up. So anyway, boys, obviously I really believe in my coaching. I see the goddamn success and I'm here to help as many guys as possible, which is why I'm so damn pushy when it comes to you meeting with me to talk about how I can help you. So you gotta forgive me, man. It's just because I care about you, bro. And I know that may sound disingenuous, but I'm genuine. I genuinely care about you. Yes, you listening. I wanna help you. That's why I'm here sign up with me. Stop putting it off. Stop procrastinating. Let's go, man, and invest in yourself. I just can't even explain how much I can help you. I know I can get you to your results with women. I do it time after time after time. And at the end of our three months together, you're going to be like, damn, bro, you're right. This was the best investment I ever made. And that money you invest comes back to you. Every single dollar I've put into myself, every single dollar I've invested into improving the mechanism, which is me, has made me a thousand dollars out the other side. I swear to God, that's how it works. So today we're gonna talk about the typical questions that girls ask you and how to answer them. All right, so when you meet somebody, I want you to really think about this. When you meet somebody, what are the typical questions they ask you? Okay, they're gonna ask you things like, where are you from? What do you do for a living? What do you do for fun? What school did you go to? What kind of hobbies are you into? Do you have any brothers or sisters? Okay, these basic ass, boring ass conversational topics that everybody asks each other. Well, in the first conversation with a girl, can you guys see how that right there is like 60% of the damn conversation? You're trying to get to know each other. And what do most people do? It like boggles my mind that nobody's figured this out. Seriously. What do most people do? They answer it in a boring ass, smack yourself upside the head and put yourself in a catatonic state until you're just a head in the hospital on a morphine drip because the goddamn answers are so boring. It drives me crazy when I listen to people's conversations. I sit there listening to people's conversations and I'm like, guys, could you just spice this up a little bit? This is more boring than watching paint dry. I hate bullshit conversations. Oh, how you been? What you been up to? You're right. It's like when you go home for Christmas or something and everybody asks you that shit, I'm the dude who like goes the other direction with it. And what happens? The person who's speaking to me is like super entertained and I'm in high demand in the family and at parties because I keep the shit so entertaining just as I do this podcast, but I can give you this power in a very simple way. Okay. So what we do here is we answer the question in a three-step process. God, this is so genius, I absolutely love it. The first part of your answer to any boring ass question, listen to me, you right there, listen to me, stop doing what you're doing. Listen, this is so important, and it's like, people don't get it, I'll teach people this, and then I'll ask them, what do you do? And then they, like, I'm an accountant, I'm like, no, you idiot! You gotta answer it in a funny way the first time. And I want you guys to literally write this down, prepare yourself like you're about to go into battle because you are about to go into battle. All right, here we go. The first part of your fucking answer has to be funny. You guys, you have to make her laugh. Why? Because emotions are translated into attraction. Laughter is akin to attraction to you. So why wouldn't you use this opportunity that every single girl is gonna give you to make her laugh? Are you starting to see now why, as a dating coach, this really pisses in my river? This goes up to my river, throws its leg up on a fucking branch and launches a 50 foot rope of diarrhea that quickly disseminates all throughout my river and creates giardia and cryptosporidium that gives me diarrhea. And then I launch a 50 foot rope into somebody else's river. And it's just an on and on process of diarrhea and horribleness and we don't want to deal with it. So what we do is we make that shit interesting, boys. All right, so I want you to write this down. Even if you have to listen to this again, if you're driving, walking, working out, whatever you guys do, masturbating, I know a lot of you guys beat off while you're listening to this. A lot of girls do that knuckle dunking while they listen to this podcast. And you know, I support that. I fully support it. But come back to this and really write this down. All right, so we're gonna start with what do you do? And every single slapjack out there, when asked what do you do, they're always like, oh, I'm an accountant. Boom, a gigantic opportunity lost to be interesting. So the first thing we say is always a joke. Okay, that's step one. Step two is telling them the real thing what you do, in the example, being an accountant. And then step three is telling a story about how you became what you are, what inspired you to become what you are, and or a funny story that happened when doing what you do. Okay, so the first part, and this is the funnest part, we always make a joke, okay? So some of the things I tell girls, see if I can remember these all, I say so many different things. I say I'm an ass model. I say I work at the zoo and I pick up penguins because penguins can't pick up themselves. Do you know when, when penguins fall over, they, they actually die? They can't pick up themselves? So what I do is I'm employed by the zoo, I run around and I pick up penguins and they're like always falling over. So I'll run over to one, pick them up. Next dude falls over, pick them up. And last Saturday, we actually had a competition and I got 326 penguins vertical in 20 minutes and I won the Penguin Picker Upper of the Year Award. And it's funny, boys, because some girls will be like, really, are you serious? I'm like, no, you idiot, I'm joking. I don't say idiot, but I'm like, no, I'm joking. I'm just kidding with you. Come on, really? You think penguins can't pick up themselves? But this is funny, this adds substance into the conversation. Can you see why that is? Another thing I say is I'm a mayonnaise farmer. I work at the almond farm and I milk almonds for a living. I say I work at the freak show, I'm the world's tallest midget. Or I work at the freak show, I'm the amazing one-headed, two-armed man. Absolutely amazing, come see him for yourself. I tell him I work at Hillshire Pharmaceuticals. I tell him that I'm an underground dolphin trafficker, trafficking dolphins from Florida to Texas because there's a huge demand for dolphins. I hope you can keep this a secret, but there's a huge demand for dolphins. So what I do is I traffic them to Texas where they're illegal. Did you know that? Dolphins are actually illegal. But the fucking Texans love them, man. They put little cowboy hats on them, make them do dances like, oh, yeehaw, and all that shit. They love that. And the girls are like, what? Are you serious? No, I'm just messing with you. And then they get a laugh out of it. Other things I say is I'm a backflip expert. I change the urinal biscuits at the urinals in the high schools. I'm a professional water bottle squirter. I get transferred to like football games, baseball games, Indy car events, I'm just like epic at squirting water into people's mouths. So I'm a professional water squirter and they always laugh, okay? But my favorite one, as I mentioned first, is I'm an ass model. And I have a whole bit that I do that says my ass is famous on seven continents. There's a big picture of my ass in the middle of Times Square. And then I say to her, at no point during this conversation, will you pinch my ass, young lady? Because if I get a bruise on this beautiful piece of work, I'll be out of a job for the next six months. And then she tries to pinch her ass. It's a great gambit. Okay, so first thing you say is funny. Pick any of those or make up your own for God's sakes. And that's the first thing you say. The second thing you say is what you really do. In my case, I'm an NLP coach. Most people don't know what NLP is. So then I go on to talk about, and this relates back to storytelling, by the way, boys, the podcast episode I dropped, I believe, two episodes ago. Bear in mind, I record these in bunches, so I don't know exactly where they drop, but it's previous to this one. Okay, I tell the story about how when I was in Japan, I was translating and I had a panic attack on stage. They had to pull me off the stage. It was one of the most embarrassing, debilitating moments in my life. And that led into a year-long bout with agoraphobia, panic attacks, and extreme, extreme anxiety. Well, I searched out everything. I took medication, I did cognitive behavioral therapy, I did hypnotism, and none of that shit worked. It wasn't until I found NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, had a session with a coach over the phone, he was in America, I was in Japan, and it completely erased my anxiety. And I'm not lying, boys, it really fucking did. And that's why I'm an NLP coach today is because it's been so successful for me that I wholeheartedly believe in it. 100% know that this shit works, not only for me, but every single client that comes into my program. And it cracks me up when people are like, I hear NLP's bullshit, I'm like, good, beat it, I don't wanna work with you. If you have doubts, if you're gonna come into it with like doubts and skepticism and asking me to prove myself, just like I said in a previous podcast too, I'm not gonna sell it to you, bro, I believe in it, Look at the fucking testimonials. Why don't you have some faith in me? If you listen to my podcast and you trust me, feel I'm genuine and you like my content, I guarantee fucking to you it will work for you. And it's that doubt that makes it not work for people. So it worked for me and now I'm an NLP coach. So that's the way I explain it, boys. What do you do? Instead of saying, oh, I'm an NLP coach, I, I'm like a life coach, I help people, which is like, okay, I give it a freaking six out of 10. I turn that thing into a 10 out of 10 by first making a joke, I'm an ass model. No, just kidding, I'm actually an NLP coach. Do you know what NLP is? She always says no. Then I talk about Japan, which going back to my storytelling episode is high value. I embed the high value traits saying I speak Japanese. I was in Japan and most importantly, boys, listen to this. I overcame a challenge, okay? I had anxiety, agoraphobia, and now she sees how I talk. She sees how I handle myself. She sees that other people now pay me to coach them into confidence, to help them get rid of their anxiety. All the things that I do, she gets more attracted and showing vulnerability is good, particularly when you show that you overcame the vulnerability. So I have a client who's a doctor and he's specifically studying cancer and how to cure cancer. Well, his mom died of cancer. So he has a very big purpose as to why he's doing what he's doing. Now, if your job sucks, you wanna talk about what you're working up to and what you're trying to achieve. As I said in a previous podcast, money doesn't matter, but ambition and drive does. So if you work at McDonald's temporarily, but you're working to become, I don't know, a rap artist or something, you talk about your hip hop ambitions and what you're trying to do there. Okay, so the three part answer. First is funny, then it's the real thing, and then you tell a story about how you became that thing. So much better than just answering it in the same typical boring way that everybody else answers it. Okay. What if she asks you, what do you do for fun? This should be a lay down one. Same thing. Three part answer. First thing you want to say is something totally stupid. It's obviously a joke. So I like to say that I'm really trying to get good at blinking and then I'll have her look in my eyes and I'll be like, Hey, hold it. I'm going to blink a hundred times right now. Ready? And I'm like, "Do you see it? And of course the whole time my eyes are open and she kind of cracks up. It's a stupid, fun, playful little gambit where it's silly because like my hobby is blinking. I mean, come on now. Or I'll say, dude, I'm an awesome fucking stander. Watch this, I can stand anytime I want, ready? Did you see that? and like she'll laugh, right? Or I'm trying to practice night hearing, hearing at night. I just go out and I try to hear sounds. I'm not able to do it yet, but I'm really getting close. It's my number one hobby, okay? She laughs, whatever you guys can think of, be random, be silly, be fun. Remember, girls just wanna have fun. Then you say the truth. This is very easy. What do you guys do for fun? A lot of you guys are into snowboarding, mountain biking, golf, whatever it is you're into, then tell a cool story about something that happened to you while you were doing that hobby. All of us have stories about something that happened to us while we were doing the hobby. Keep it interesting. And if you really kick ass at doing what you do, like I have a client named Buzzy. He's just this epic surfer and the guy's so humble about it, but he sent me pictures of him surfing. He's just like boosting this freaking 15 foot air over this wave and I'm like, bro, you need to talk about surfing and how passionate you are about it. And he's able to do that. He's able to get that going. And now he's getting girls attracted to him because he's able to take his passions and explain them in a way, in a story that is slightly self-deprecating, where if she saw him surfing and he like got an epic wave, he would have been like, yeah, I was so scared. I was peeing down my leg the whole time. As I also spoke about in a previous episode of being slightly self-deprecating, it was in that storytelling episode. So she asks you, where are you from? The first thing you say should be funny. Second thing you say should tell the truth. Third thing you say should be a story about it. I always say, when girls ask me where I'm from, I always say, have you ever seen that show, The Office? And she's always like, yeah, I've seen that. And then I say, you know how it was filmed in that city, Scranton, Pennsylvania? And she's like, yeah, yeah, is that where you're from? And I'm like, no, from nowhere near there. I'm actually from Southern California. What's interesting is I was just home, and I don't know if you know a lot about Southern California, but they got this like massive mask mandate, right? And then I'll tell a story about something that happened in Southern California to keep the conversation going. She asks you if you have any brothers or sisters. How do you answer that? Remember, the three-part process. First part's funny, second part's the truth, and then the third part is a story about that person. Okay, they always ask me, do you have any brothers or sisters? And my typical joke's not that great, but I think it's mildly funny as I say, yeah, I have a brother. He's crazy, though. Last week, he yelled at the cat because the cat didn't vote. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, and then I'm like, no, really, he's actually a great guy. And then I talk about like what he does. And the most interesting thing about Michael, my brother, is that he's a long distance hiker. He's hiked from Mexico to Canada twice, and then he did the Appalachian Trail. And he's like this epic outdoorsman, right? So I'll tell a story about how one day he was in the wilderness, like spreading out his tarp, and a bear came up and stuck his nose in his butt. And he freaked out and he chased the bear away. And I tell a story about my brother Because even though it may not be about me, if my brother is cool, then I'm kinda cool by default. Can you say why that is? When girls ask me how old I am, stupid joke I make is like, I'm 89 years old, I discovered the elixir of youth. If you behave yourself tonight, young lady, I will share it with you. Nah, just kidding, I'm actually 45. Now, in my case, I talk to girls who are in their early 20s, so they always freak out. And on frame control, how do you guys think I handle it when they're like, oh my God, you're so old. I say, listen, don't let that get you insecure. You're pretty mature for your age. I'm sure you could keep up with me. So I basically flip the tables. It's not that I'm too old for her. It's she's probably too young for me, but I reassure her, pat her on the head and say, don't worry, little girl, you could keep up with me. Or she's like, oh my God, you're so old. And I say like, yeah, you'll probably have to change my diaper later. And within a couple of weeks, I'll probably be on one of those walkers with the tennis balls on the bottom of it. Get ready because you're going to be my caretaker, right? I agree and amplify. All right. So to reiterate, the three-part answer is first thing you say is totally silly. Obviously something that you think is funny. All the things I said probably wasn't funny to all you guys. Maybe you even thought some of them were stupid, but surely you can think of something that you think is funny for you. It doesn't matter if you think I'm funny. It doesn't matter if you think my material is funny. What matters is what you come up with is funny for you. Second thing is the truth about what you do. And then the third thing is a story about it. Okay, and this happens with how old are you? Where are you from? What do you do for fun? Do you have any siblings? Where'd you go to college? questions like that. So gentlemen, you need to take the time to actually prepare this shit. And a lot of you guys like to write down your answers or stories or different things that girls are going to ask you. Here's your opportunity. This is the one place where you don't have to think off the cuff. This is the one place where you don't have to banter naturally and off the top of your head. You can prepare all this shit. And like I said earlier, this is like 60% of the conversation. And in the next few podcasts, I'm going to teach you how to do it back to her. Because it's also important that you ask her questions that are in line with the title of that upcoming podcast, Chick Crack, basically catnip for girls that make them go crazy. And we do something similar, but it's slightly different. And I'm going to teach you how to do that. Oh man, I was just looking at my recording thing and I thought it stopped. Oh my hell, dude. I farted a little bit I got so freaked out. My stomach fell out of my butt. I got freaked out right there, but whew, it didn't stop. It's still going. But I see that we're well over 20 minutes, so I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up. So one more time, boys, because I know a lot of you guys are a little thick-headed there, so I'm gonna help you out, okay? Three-part answer to the things that you do and the questions you know you're gonna get. First part's funny, second part's the truth, third part's a story. And also, boys, questions that you get all the time just based on your looks. If you're really tall and she asks you all the time if you play basketball, you have to come up with the funny answer to that. Off the top of my head, I'd be like, no, I don't play basketball, but my dream is actually to become a horse jockey. So I'm actively like trying to shrink right now. I shrank like two inches in the last like couple months. So I'm, I'm getting there only like a foot and a half to go and then she'll crack up. Okay, if you're full of tattoos, if you have a bald head, if you wear glasses, if you have like an epic mustache that just won't quit, you need to have answers to that when girls point it out. And again, this is an easy way to prepare yourself for the inevitable questions you're gonna get asked because they are coming. In addition to this, boys, for those of you who listen this far in, I wanna give you a few bonus tips. Okay, what does everybody ask each other? Once again, how are you doing? How you been? Stuff like that. They always shake each other's hands. I like to break the mold of all that. So instead of asking a stranger, how are you doing? I like to say, how have you been? How have you been? Or like, what have you been up to? Instead of just shaking somebody's hand, when it's a girl particularly, I like to give them a hug. And what I always say is I'm a hug dealer. Okay, if I meet somebody who is a friend of a friend, I'll say, I've been looking forward to meeting you rather than good to meet you. I'll call people a champion, right? Which nobody does. I'll be like, what's up champion? How you been brother? And I'll really drop that charisma on them and just be slightly different than everybody else. So I stand out from the crowd. And what I always focus on is making people feel good. I want people to leave me being better than they were when they met me. That is the definition of charisma. It's leaving other people better from having met you. And what's better than that than telling her, for example, you're a famous ass model when she asks you what you do. I mean, that always gets a good response from people. I even say it to dudes sometimes. I had a guy ask me the other day, I was in the gym. He's like, what do you do? I'm like, I'm an ass model. And he's like, what? I'm like, oh yeah, bro. Ass model pays so well, man. Let let me see. Let me see. Ah, You might be able to do it. You need a few more squats in there, but you could pull it off. He's like looking at me weird. I'm like, bro, I'm just kidding, man. And he starts cracking up. And I was like, no, I'm actually a dating coach. And he's like, like hitch, I'm like, yeah, kind of like Hitch, but what I teach actually works because that movie's a bunch of bullshit. But yeah, kind of like Hitch. He's like, dude, I didn't know those people exist. And I'm like, yeah. And then I'll tell a story about something that happened when I was coaching somebody or whatever. That's an interesting conversation rather than what do you do? Oh, I'm a life coach right, or something like that, so we keep the shit interesting. All right, gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. As I mentioned, I'm going to drop a podcast that relates to this one, and I think two podcasts. I think I'm doing a different one in my next podcast, and then after that is going to be the Chick Crack Podcast, questions that girls absolutely love to hear, and I'm going to teach you the reverse way to do this exact thing as well as other questions to ask girls when you're talking to them. Combine what I taught you today, with what I'm going to teach you in a week and you will be unstoppable. And that's like one one hundredth of all the techniques, tricks, gambits, and strategies that I teach in my three month coaching program. But look at that. You combine this one thing with the strong frame. I mean, you're already going to get good results. Then you join my program and you get 99 other such things to do. Oh my God, dude. This is why guys say to me, it was like the best money they ever spent. Because boys, the ability to get girls attracted to you on command, there's almost nothing better than that. Honestly, there's almost nothing better. Maybe enlightenment would be better, but I haven't reached that yet. So being able to attract girls at will is pretty much the best shit I've ever fucking done. And that's why I teach it because I absolutely love it. So if you want to meet with me, Go to my website, click on coaching, fill in the short application, submit the goddamn slap in the Jesus and you and I get on that one-on-one call together. Gentlemen, stay tuned for the next two episodes. They're gonna be absolutely phenomenal. I do appreciate you guys listening. I can't thank you enough. You are the reason I do this. And genuinely, if you're ready to get help, I I really wanna help you and I know I can. Let me show you what I can do, man. It'll absolutely blow your mind. In the meantime, though, gentlemen, keep getting after it, and I will see you in the next episode.